Thanks for tuning in to What is the Point? This podcast is tailored for those navigating their 20s and 30s who want to end up somewhere on purpose. We promise to keep the conversation real and honest as we ask ourselves this question. What's the point in all the different facets of our life? It's our desire that you would gain practical handles to these deeper questions we ask ourselves every single day. So with that being said, let's hop into this week's episode of What is the Point? Well, hello and welcome to another episode of What is the Point? My name is Jordan Deese and I'm joined, as always, by my one of my co-hosts, Heather Harmon. Yes. He said you first because yes. I pointed at you. Awesome. Yeah. No, What's I was up, going guys? to anyway. <laughs> and the other one, <laughs> John Mart. Hello, everybody. Well, guys, have you listened to the new Taylor Swift album? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you haven't listened to Taylor Swift before, she has one specific uh, mood that Ooh. she likes to, to sing about. One genre that she kind of hangs around. Do you it? know what it'd be? No. She's just lonely all the time. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, sort of. Yeah, That's a sorta. stretch. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. I'm going to give it to you, though. <laughs> I see what you're it. trying to do and there. And got it. Nailed it. <laughs> she does, uh, you know, she has had many relationships and they yes. haven't failed, so... They have failed. They have failed, actually. Which turns into great... Yeah, Yeah, they've failed. Yes, turns into great stories. Always turns into great stories. Absolutely. I wish I had her inspiration, honestly, but I just have a healthy marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Bummer, bro. It really sucks for me. (laughs) So I was just a few bad breakups away from stardom. (laughs) It has nothing to do with the talent. It's all about the stories. Oh, my god. Well, anyway, on this week's episode, we're going to be talking on, you might have guessed it, loneliness. (laughs) Uh, in the past few months, I don't know if you guys have felt this being kind of locked away in your homes, but it's been sometimes pretty terrible. Uh, I was recently locked up away for a week. That sounds really terrible, <laughs> but I, I was quarantined in my house to circumstances outside of my control. Saltines and yes. water basically for yes. days. And yeah. there was one point during the weekend after my third Avengers movie that I had watched <laughs> where I was just, I just screamed. Because I couldn't take it anymore. Like out, you screamed out loud. I did. I verbally screamed out loud. No. What? No. It, what word did you say? Lonely. I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, that is. <laughs> wow. But it's intense. Over the last Sorry, few Carissa. months, there have probably been <laughs> bouts of loneliness from a lot of people out there. Have you guys heard any? Like, I wish I was hanging out with more people, or I wish I could see everybody again. Or I just want to be able to get out of my house. Please help me. Some somebody send me something to do. You guys heard any of that this over the last few months? Oh, absolutely. From so many people. Not myself personally, but from <laughs> <laughs> from several people. Oh yeah. And here's here's what I'd say. Like, and and this is tough because we're talking about this topic of loneliness. And and if you don't feel like you're lonely right now, or if you haven't felt lonely throughout this bit, hang on. Okay, we still got some some great stuff for you. Yes. Don't dismiss this topic just yet. You and I, we have an opportunity tonight to uh, realize, you know, obviously God's all you need before he's all you got. So uh, <laughs> this is just going to be helpful even before you hit a, a period of loneliness. I think at, at some point in time, we'll all feel this. But I think there's a difference between, um, you know, maybe being single and 22 and feeling lonely. 
All right, that's fake news. Okay, uh, that's like no boyfriend or girlfriend lonely. All right, and then there's a different there's different kinds of lonely. There's you know what Jordan Dees felt. That's castaway lonely. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. You're, I felt you're, it. You're no secluded. Wilson still. Wilson. Yeah, you're secluded. You know, I get it. Uh, I think that there's like. I don't know, like lying on the bathroom floor, you know, in, in a puddle of your own puke, you know, wearing a s- skirt filled of like pizza smells and, Been there. and you're a dude. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's, you know, that, that's lonely, you know, that could be that. I think, uh, there's also like the hard headed stubborn, like, you know, that there's something, maybe you need to forgive somebody, you need yeah. to have a conversation with it, but like, you just won't and you're stubborn in your own ways and like, you're on a mountaintop on your own. I think that's another kind of lonely, um, and some of those we can control and some of those we can't. And so uh, we understand that we're talking about a lot of different kinds of lonely here. And, and it is just helpful right out of the gate to kind of define lonely. And so do you guys have kind of like a, a definition or what, where, you're, where you're taking this? Because there's a lot of ways to go here. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't personally think of like Webster's Dictionary definition of lonely, but the approach that I take towards loneliness and really any feeling is that like feelings can be dangerous if we always let them lead. Um, But I think feelings, especially a feeling like loneliness or anger or fear or sadness or any of the above, they're good indicators for a deeper issue. And so I definitely um, approach feelings from this perspective of, okay, I'm experiencing this emotion or this feeling. Let's dig a little deeper and see what really is there. What's the underlying issue that is expressing, that is coming out, expressing itself through this emotion. Yeah. I like that as a, even as a Webster's uh, dictionary (laughs) definition of loneliness from Heather. Uh, For me, I like to think that loneliness can be a good or a bad thing. So even if you have, you're not feeling like down in the dumps, isolated from people lonely, uh, that there is actually a good type of loneliness that we might actually want to lean into. I think of loneliness almost like uh, like you're boxing. So when you're boxing somebody, there's there's times where you want to like combat it and you want to be able to hit it hard and you want to be able to fight against loneliness. But then there's also moments where you want to lean in to loneliness to be able to get some rest, to get some energy back. And so when I think of loneliness, I think there's there's two ways to go. I think uh, I think good loneliness can help restore your soul. And I think bad loneliness just kind of shows you an avenue to, to, to get through some things mm-hmm. and be able to come out on the other side a little bit stronger. I love that. Yeah. And, and I'm right with you. I think, I think just focusing on, um, it is an emotion and emotions aren't bad. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they obviously what you said, they can be, if they, you let them lead, if you let them drive, mm-hmm. uh, but you also shouldn't throw them in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't ignore them either because they're great indicators of something that's going on. So I think we're all kind of feeling the same way on that and and loneliness is it is a perspective because i know several people who live alone i know several people who are alone a lot and they actually really enjoy it and they're very um uh, content with that but it's that feeling of Mm. loneliness that we're kind of talking about uh today and how to kind of navigate that and honestly sometimes loneliness actually a majority of the time loneliness stems out uh, of fear of Mm. fear of i'm going to be alone for a period of time Forever, or yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's the it's the feeling of fear mm. that kind of overtakes us so what are some things that that you guys think of that are reasons why why some people are scared of being alone scared of loneliness 
Yeah. Well, you hit on it perfectly when you said we approach that feeling of loneliness as a season that might last forever. Yeah. Like John said, a 22 year old single guy or gal. And they're just like, man, all of my friends have relationships and I don't, I'm going to be alone forever. The year of weddings. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I was just getting ready to say, or literally everyone besides you is getting married or engaged or having kids. And you're like, man, I, when I was 16, I wanted to be married and have my second kid by 25, you know, like, (laughs) okay, probably not. But you know what I'm saying? Like you put this timeline on yourself and then when it doesn't happen in that timeline that, that you've put on yourself, then you're like, oh my gosh, well, I've missed the mark. Like I'm going to be alone forever. And then you can get on social media or turn on your TV or read anything. And you see all of these people who are not lonely or who are seemingly not lonely. Um, and you're like, man, I'm the only one. So I'm already lonely, but now I'm like lonely and being lonely because (laughs) I'm the only person who feels alone. Well, when I think of why sometimes people are scared to be alone, uh, I tend to think of it like this. So let's say me and Martz or me and Heather go to play golf right? And one of <laughs> he you doesn't s- want to play golf with you anymore. <laughs> one of you, let's do Heather. I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to go play golf. Me and Heather are going to go play golf. Okay. And let's say Heather steps up to the first tee and she's with just her five iron. <laughs> no, we're going to do a driver here. And you're just like, I mean, I don't, I'm having a difficult time hitting this ball. Yeah. And what if I went to my golf bag and pulled out a basketball and teed it up on the tee and said like, good luck. I tried it. You can probably hit that one. Mm-hmm. We would probably get a lot of weird stares from, <laughs> from the people around us because basketballs aren't usually seen on a golf course. So uh, when something is in a different environment that it wasn't created for, sometimes we start to think that's weird or we tend to avoid those type of things Mm -hmm. in terms of being weird. I think one of the reasons why some of us can be so scared of being alone is because we weren't created for that type of environment. We were created to be with each other in community. And so when, when we have a feeling of, I don't have like friends around me. I don't have the type of community around me that I thought I was going to have. I don't feel like anybody relates to me in a way. I think we tend to get scared of that. And it's for a reason. It's to point you in the direction of, no, no, no. You're actually made for community. It's a very Christianese thing to do, but there's a purpose inside of you that kind of pushes you towards other people because Mm -hmm. connection is vital to, uh, to human, like, to living and everything that, that goes into life. So, um, for me, I just tend to think of it as, yeah, you're going to have those feelings because you were made for those feelings. Yeah. It's good. I mean, it goes back to, it's an indicator. Like the feeling is an indicator for an underlying deeper cause. Oh, that's great. And, and <clears throat> this is going to sound really dumb, but I am taking this seriously. Okay. <laughs> but there, there's a couple songs that I immediately think of. Okay. okay. Just oh, I'm, here a, we go. I'm a song. Okay. Are we going to sing them? No, 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 no. I shouldn't. Spare us all. Right. We already got auto tuned last week. <laughs> Um, there, there's one song that comes to my mind, um, but it is like one of the lyrics is, have you ever felt crowd or have you ever felt lonely in a crowded room? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And some of you are like, Oh wow, that's deep. I know (laughs) another deep one. This one is by Katy Perry. Oh, have you ever felt like a plastic bag? (laughs) Drifting through the wind. (laughs) Dying to start again. (laughs) Those are, I mean, I don't know. Those those are interesting. So it. All in all, I'm going to say this, and this is not going to solve your problem, but this is something that I want us to remember, okay? And this is in Hebrews. And it's like, don't forget, like we have a high priest who is not unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. Like he understands us. 
So even though we may feel like other people don't, even mm-hmm. though we may feel like like I'm lonely because people just don't get me, mm-hmm. like you have a creator that gets you and designed you that way. And so um, I, I know that doesn't solve all your problems because you're like, the, you know, I can't physically see him here. I can't physically talk to yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, but um, you, you, you know, not in human form right now. Um, so I, I understand that that that's difficult, but I want us to remember that. I want us to keep that in perspective as we go throughout this. Yeah, absolutely. And the more I think about loneliness, what I want to kind of get from you guys is what does loneliness even look like in a lot of people's lives? Uh, are there moments when you guys have felt alone? What are the commonalities of those moments? What are some things that you've recognized in those moments? Yeah. Uh, kind of like what's, what's a, a bad recipe for um, some bad loneliness mm-hmm. indicators, anything like that that you guys have? Yeah. Well, that's a good, that was like four questions, but good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I can, you can it. count. Heather. Let me Great answer job. all of them one by no, one. No, right it's now. good. It's good. It's, it's a good, it's good question. Um, I think the commonalities for me, when I experience loneliness, it's always that I am equating <laughs> my worth or my value on the opinions of other people more than God's truth. So yeah. At least for me, like the recipe for loneliness, in my opinion, is valuing the opinions of others above any and everything else. Because the fact of the matter is like we're all going to fail as humans, like we're broken, sinful humans. That's who we are. Um, And so at some point we're going to like let other people down, argue with them or speaking on loneliness, like people might exclude us from things sometimes. And it's, it's easy and natural to say, well, they must hate me or they must not like me and not want me to be a part of that. Like I have no friends. I'm alone. And you spiral. Yeah. And it's this downward spiral of all of these lies really. And, and, and it's all because we want people to like us. We want people to value us. And at some level, yes, but not, it should never be more than we know that we are valued by God. And for me, it's, always, oh, well, that person doesn't like me or I upset that person or I didn't meet this like unrealistic goal that I set for myself that that person Mm -hmm. never communicated. So therefore I'm a failure. Therefore I'm never going to get this thing that I want or this position that I want or that person's never going to like me. And it's just like, it's, it just, it's a spiral. I mean, we just lie to ourselves. and, And once we get in that seclusion, once we get alone and we don't have people speaking life into us, then it's much easier to believe those lies and to continue to tell them to ourselves. Yeah, I, and don't misunderstand me when I say this because I, I definitely don't think loneliness is a sin issue. Not at all. Right. right. Um, I, I'm not saying that at all, but I know that there's two types of loneliness, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more of like a, a horizontal loneliness, and that's the one with like people around me. And then there's a vertical one with, <laughs> with God. Yeah. Okay, so sometimes I can live my life in a certain way. I can, I can run in a certain direction that I probably – that I know – is not the direction God wants me to run. And I know for me, there's times that I feel lonely yeah. when I do that. And, and, and you know, one, that's because I'm off course. Uh, so not only do I have horizontal loneliness, and maybe I don't have horizontal loneliness. Maybe I feel very connected with a lot of people around me, and I've got a lot of friends, and we're doing lots of things, and we're going golfing every day. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, oh my gosh, I'm not lonely. Um, but I have this gap. I have this loneliness with right. God. Um, or it could be vice versa, where you're like, I feel very connected, honestly, with God. I just feel very lonely with other horizontally with yeah. with mm-hmm. other people around me, um, and, and and they don't get me. Uh, so I don't know. And, and then I've also felt loneliness the opposite vertically again, um, even when I've done the right thing. 
So sometimes when you do the right thing, when you actually are following the call God has on your life, um, it can be lonely. People <laughs> won't understand. You're living your life that's countercultural, which is the way Jesus lived. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not go with the flow. It's not the easy breezy kind of way. It is a way where you have to take a stand. You got to speak up and you got to dig in. And it is a way where there are going to be people who will talk bad about you. There are yeah. going to be people that don't understand you. And so there's a lot of different feelings of loneliness there. And so uh, for me, I mean, I think, man, what separates like good loneliness from dangerous loneliness. Yeah. For, for, okay. For me, (laughs) we're we're all giving our opinions. I actually, I actually read this quote from a guy uh, named blaze Pascal, who was, this is fire. This is super impressive because he's a 17th century, like uh, French philosopher, mathematician, all this stuff. So this, this quote actually strikes me. And I think it'll strike you too. It says, all men's miseries derive from not being able to sit in a quiet room alone. So if you think about it, it's not necessarily loneliness is a bad thing, but us not taking the time to create loneliness in our lives actually creates more chaos around us. Uh, When I was in the seventh grade, we had a class called Careers. And in careers, you got to do a bunch of (laughs) different... Please explain. Yeah, Yeah. a bunch of different uh, jobs. So you could be like a a pilot. You could learn how to be a pilot on a simulator. You could... We went uh, to different schools. <laughs> you could you could learn how to be a uh, like a hotel manager. Ooh. You could you create little snack bags for people. It was nice. Uh, but the one that I loved doing the most was I got to build this little house. And Lincoln logs? So no, it was actually with little hammer and nails Ooh. and little pieces of wood. It, it was a whole thing. It got the blueprints, <laughs> everything. So when I got that little hammer, uh, as you know, a hammer can either be used for construction. Yeah. Or destruction, depending on how you use the, the hammer. So the way I like to think of it is good loneliness can be purposeful and it builds in your life. It's just like using a hammer for the right reasons. But bad loneliness, uh, when put in the wrong hands for the wrong purpose, can actually be uh, pretty destructive. Mm-hmm. So when I think about uh, loneliness and the tension of being good and bad, I think if I can create intentional, purposeful loneliness, if I can get alone in a room and get thoughts clear and direction clear, hear from God on the certain things, I think it helps construct more things than it destructs. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a constant uh, tailspin, like Heather said earlier, mm-hmm. or I find myself isolating um, from friends that I know I should be hanging out with, if I find myself removing myself from um, different things that I should be involved in, I feel like it does more destruction to my life than construction. So that's how I kind of frame good and bad loneliness. Wow. It's, it's almost like when you take the time to focus on yourself yeah. uh, at a healthy time, then you're able to more efficiently and effectively focus on others when they need it most. Because mm. I know a lot of times when I felt lonely, this is me you know, feeling lonely in the crowded room, nobody gets me. Yeah. I'm immediately thinking about me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's all about me. Right. Man, how do I look? What are people thinking of me? Kind of what you'd mentioned, mm-hmm. Heather, where you're like, man, now I'm worried about what other people think of me. And it's so self-consuming. And I think we all do it. So it's not something that's just you being human. Okay. That's yeah. not you being bad. Um, but kind of what Jordan's saying is if, if you do feel that way a lot, and that's a lot of insecurities, a lot of different yep. things, I think 
obviously giving those to God in, in a healthy time where, where you say, okay, I'm going to set apart some time and I'm going to do this and not when I'm around a bunch of people. I'm mm. going to do this alone and I'm going to focus on myself when I'm alone. So then I can take the focus off of myself mm-hmm. and put it on others. Um, I, I would imagine you'd probably feel a lot less lonely. Mm. Yeah, and I think what actually Heather hit on earlier was getting some indicators yeah. for this in your life mm-hmm. is actually super helpful. So uh, I don't know if you guys have ever rode in a plane during really bad weather Ugh. where it's like you're you're up and down and your stomach falls out of oh. like at the bottom mm-hmm. of you and it, you're like you're feeling sick it's terrible you're uh, a roller coaster ride have you ever wondered what it's like to sit in a pilot seat in a plane in the middle of a lightning storm no because i fully only think about myself during <laughs> that situation <laughs> that's great well what I've learned, the very little I know about uh, about pilots, careers is that class, you, careers class absolutely. You know a thing or two. I did the simulator Don't once sell or twice. Yourself short. You landed that plane. <laughs> when you are a pilot and you're in the middle of a storm, you're almost never looking out the window trying to navigate through the storm. Mm. If you if you just looked out the window trying to navigate through that, it could be pretty dangerous. What they have in front of them are indicators, GPS. It's not GPS. What is the tracker? It, it has like air <laughs> pressure it. control. They have all of those different indicators. They're yeah, yeah, yeah. way the, more sophisticated. They're looking at the dashboard to oh. figure out what's going wrong and not just, oh, I'm in the middle of a storm. Yeah. And so I think for us, we need to recognize the indicators in our life. Are we pulling out of stuff that so we should be putting ourselves in? Are we removing ourselves from community, um, which could be helpful? We need to figure out the indicators in our life that when stuff starts to go wrong or even st- when stuff is going good, what's going right or what's going wrong mm-hmm. and then figure out, okay, how, how do I look at that to determine my next step? If, if the air pressure is falling on a, on a plane, good. the pilot's not looking out the window. He's trying to figure out, okay, what do I need to drop to get to a certain air pressure? How, how does it do that? So for us, we need the same thing. If we're finding ourselves in a tailspin, all right, how do I take myself out of the, the mind, my mindset in a situation get myself to a place that's healthy and be able to to work from there. Yeah, and I think doing that in a safe environment, what you said is the most helpful. Because mm-hmm. um, yeah, doing it, you know, while you're flying the plane, it, it, you know, that <laughs> that is tough, especially when it's your first flight, you know. Um, so doing that in a safe environment, in yes. a simulator, <laughs> you know, around good people that you trust, right. you know, that's a, a great healthy next step. It's really good. I'm feeling that. So for you guys, how do you, cultivate good loneliness do you have moments where you kind of center your thoughts sit in for lack of a better term silence for a while Mm -hmm. are there things that you do to create good loneliness in your life yeah you it's hard for me to do that because I don't like to be alone for the most part Uh, but then I will find myself in moments where I actually do create that me time, whatever you want to call it, where I am just alone with myself. And I'm like, oh, like for the first time, I'm finally able to just really like assess how I'm feeling and everything that's going on in my life. And I'm like, man, I didn't realize how badly I needed this moment of just space, really, like mentally, physically, emotionally, everything for myself. And a good indicator for me is when I have a very short fuse or something minor will happen and my reaction is really, really huge. And then I have to like self-assess of like, okay, why was my reaction that big? Again, it's always that underlying issue. And that is so hard to do. That doesn't just 
at least at least for me it doesn't come naturally to be like whoa you just blew up like why was that you know it's usually in the moments where I've created that space where I do that self-assessment that I have clarity it's not something like we don't usually drift towards clarity or figuring out what those things are like that's a very intentional process to go through and it's it's an imperative process to go through but it has to be intentional and so for for somebody like me I honestly have to schedule those like the way that my brain works is like well I know that I've already made this list of these things that I have to do like this week or this month or whatever if I can schedule in a time of like hey this has to be like my me time for this weekend or this day or whatever um, but then also like there should be a daily practice in your life of spending quiet time with the Lord of being in scripture, of being prayerful and like spending that intentional time with him. Because if I'm not doing that, then I am quicker to have a horrible reaction to a minor inconvenience in my life. And there's a ton of those. (laughs) So it's like, if I'm not, if I'm not again, and it's intentional, but if I'm not spending that intentional time with the Lord, then of course, like the remainder of my day is going to be a reactive approach. But if I spend that intentional time and I'm rooted in scripture and I understand like who God says I am and what's really important, then that reaction looks different. Yeah. Yeah. And this is easy to understand. I'm not saying this is easy to do. Yeah. But yeah, we're basically just, we're suggesting that you process what's going on Mm -hmm. in your life. Because like what you said, I mean, emotions I think about like a beach ball in water. Okay. You can hold down that beach ball in the <laughs> yeah. water as long as you want. But as soon as you lose grip, mm-hmm. like it's going to it's burst gone. out of the water, <laughs> like and pop right off. And yeah. and that's what happens with those little tiny things. You're just like, why did I just flip the bird to that person <laughs> driving past me? What did I do? I would never do that. Heather did. Flip the sometimes. bird sounds like something my grandma would say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you wave to him with one figure. That's right. Um, You're number one. You know, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Why, why did I blow up on that uh, waiter or waitress or that, you know, salesperson? Like, you know, that that's that's a, an indicator of you not processing mm-hmm. what's going on in your life. And I mean, when I think about uh, recognizing loneliness, that's good. Because I think that's what you're talking yeah. about. Recognize loneliness, that's good. And, and how to cultivate that. I mean, ultimately, it, it is, it's all a perspective shift. And so, like, when I think about Jesus's, like, hardest days, we're lonely. <laughs> like, when his family and his friends, they all turn their back on him. And, and you know, um, that's when he was the loneliness. And, like, I know for a lot of us, we're like, I'll follow Jesus uh, unless I get treated like him. Uh, but ultimately like he's the number one person who taught us to be human. Mm. And so we will experience that. We will experience loneliness if you haven't yet. And I'm sure some, a lot of us have. Yeah. Um, but like to really like be a Christian is to walk in the footsteps of Jesus and loneliness is an aspect of that. And so just understanding that this is something that will pass and that this is a feeling. And again, putting in perspective and processing that is all just going to be helpful steps yeah. For that. And yeah. And, that. and like you said, with perspective, I mean, it's like, it's super cliche and we hear all the time, but like every situation that we face or every obstacle we faced and face in life, it's flipping the perspective of like, why me? Why is this happening to me? Like I didn't do anything victim to deserve mentality. this. Yep. Victim mentality. And shifting that to like, okay, what, what is God trying to teach me here? Like, what can I learn from this? Like, how can I take steps 
out of this and, and apply that later in my life. Because once I've already gone through this and if I'm intentional with this and I spend this time wisely, when I approach the season again, then I don't have to go through the same process, right? Like build the, the foundation there so that if and when when that situation comes up again, you know how to combat it well. Yeah, and there's things you can't control. You can't yeah. control losing a loved one. You right. can't yeah. control a boyfriend or girlfriend breaking up with you. Yeah, and sometimes well. <laughs> you can't control. Like there, there are things that you can't yeah. control in the aspect of loneliness, but there are also things that you can. Yeah, and so like what you said, developing that plan, having people around you is so helpful. Um, you know, one piece of advice that probably isn't related to a lot of this, but don't live alone. Like if you're <laughs> living alone right now and you're just like, I'm so lonely. That's usually the people that tell me that. Yep. Yeah, that's usually the people that are like. Man, I feel lonely. I think I'm going to get a dog. Man, I'm lonely. Like, I think I need to have a boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm just like, one, stop living alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, live with somebody who is encouraging. Live with somebody um, that is a follower of Jesus. I'm, yep. I'm just going to be honest because it's important. Um, but that's just going to be helpful for you uh, in that. In a world full of noise, stillness speaks. That's <laughs> That's what I like to be able to think through is – when there's a chaotic world happening all around me, like we have every day, yeah. stillness will speak. And when we have the ability to listen, I think that's when we'll hear, we'll, we will hear the most. Mm. I, I, I like that. And let me hit on this real quick. Uh, more so ask a question. Yeah. Because I think we all are very similar where we all love running our lives. Love it. We love running it. <laughs> we love grinding. We love... All the I'm time. Gonna, sorry, let me take that back. <laughs> we love... It's not prom. We, we love we love working hard. Right. We love packing our schedule. Let's go. We love feeling important, feeling valued. We love like moving and shaking and, and doing this here and doing that there. And how can I cram in these five people into the one study? Oh, I did it. Control. You know, how, how do we make that happen? And I think there's a lot of people who would say, dude, I sit in the stillness and the silence every single stinking day. Yep. And it mm. sucks. And I don't know what to do about it. Like, mm. What do you what do you what do you do? What what piece of advice do we have for somebody like that? That's like I think I'm exact opposite of all three of you. This is one of the oh, few okay. things that yeah, I think yeah, all yeah. of us have in common. Yeah. yeah, where we're just like we 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 don't sit on the other end of that spectrum. We I mean maybe in quarantine you felt that, but I don't know. Yeah, for me it's when I think of that it's again I'm not you, so I I I don't always know the the mindset what you're what you're thinking through. But my guess is that even in those moments, you're trying to fill as much of that as you can. I'm trying to watch these things. I'm trying to uh, scroll through this social media. I'm trying to fill a, as much of these moments as I can. And I think in, instead of trying to fill moments, I think we should sometimes see, okay, how can I empty some of these things? Because there's a lot of things that fill up our our thoughts, our heads full of opinions that if I am uh, alone, that means nobody wants to be able to hang with me. As I scroll through my phone, I see mm-hmm. people taking great trips. I see people posting with great friends. I see all this stuff. Why can't I have any of that? And I think there are, are moments where those are real and legitimate concerns in your life. And I think to that, I would say, ask. Be, a, be somebody that's willing to step out of maybe a comfort zone. If I feel like this is slowly eating me away, is there somebody I can reach out to? Is there uh, a young adult community <laughs> at North Point Church that I might be able to slide in oh, their DMs wow. <laughs> and see? At NP the point. 
and see how I can connect in some way. I think so, so much of our own self-isolation has to do with our self-apathy yeah. <laughs> in a lot of times. And it's yeah. not being able to take the steps to where I would rather tell Try to try to explain how I'm alone to everybody without actually taking the step to to reach out to people. Yeah, I mean, John, you hit on it earlier of like, what action steps am I taking to then step out of this feeling of loneliness? Like, if I'm saying that I feel lonely, but I am not trying to reach out to anybody, or I am not trying to go to the point on Tuesdays or any church gathering in my town or anything like, well, you're not ever going to step out of loneliness by never stepping out of your apartment or your house or wherever you are. Um, and, and again, there are parts of loneliness, like losing a loved one or, you know, grieving and mourning that, that a lot of that we can't control. You're right. But even then, who am I reaching out to who has gone through a season in their life where they have grieved a loved one or they are mourning the loss of, of like we have, there are people out there who have experienced similar things to maybe not the exact same, but similar experiences that you have. And I would just encourage you, you don't have to walk through any of that alone. You, you truly don't. And I know that sometimes it feels as though you are alone and it feels as though you have to approach this situation or this circumstance or whatever alone, but it, you don't have to. I, I would just encourage you. I, I know it feels like it takes a lot of courage to reach out to someone or to to show up on a Tuesday night. But I would say that that's what I did, you know, two years ago when I felt alone, when I graduated college and I stopped playing the sport I'd played for 16 years and I broke up with the guy that I was dating for three years, I felt really alone yeah. and I could have stayed at home and felt alone for a lot longer. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to show up at the point on Tuesday and I'm going to look like a loser walking in by myself <laughs> and I'm going to probably hate it. And I'm going to sit in the back row wow. and worst case scenario, nobody talks to me. Also best case scenario. <laughs> and I never show up again. But what happened? happened was I came in and there was a community who did not care a thing about what I came in with or what I was leaving with. They only cared about me as a person. And here I am two years later serving on that same community uh, team. I almost said worship team. I'm definitely not on the worship team. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Serve team. I'm getting to do this podcast with you guys. I mean, I have lifelong friends and it was because I took 20 seconds of courage to show up on a Tuesday night and sit in the back row. And, and so I, I get it. Like I empathize with you if you're sitting there and you're saying like, I feel alone or I feel lost or I feel whatever, fill in the blank. But I'm telling you, there is community, whether it's the point or North point or not, there is community out there. I'm partial. I'm biased to this one. Cause I know that it's really, really great, but I mean, you don't have to feel that way. I promise. Yeah. I don't think there's a better ending. No, that is so good. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> you know me, I just have to get the last word. So yes. I'm going to throw in a little bit of scripture. Okay. And, and this is just uh, great. It's a great place to start. If you're yeah. just like, dang, I don't know a community. Uh, I don't have people around me. Um, I don't even know what to fill my life with. Mm-hmm. Like what you said, Jordan, um, this is just something to take with you that you can do right after this podcast. And honestly, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably already doing it. <laughs> but it's Philippians 4, 8. It says, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Yeah. AKA, stop filling your time with Netflix <laughs> and Hulu and Amazon Prime and uh, HBO Go and yeah. Disney <laughs> Plus and ESP, 
No, no ESPN. Yeah, There's nothing on. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> stop filling your time with that and start filling it with that. What's true? What's noble? What's right? What's pure? Listen to some new podcasts. Check out a young adult community <laughs> or two. I know we have a blast being able to do these podcasts, and I hope that these have, are always helpful and provide some type of hope and next step for you as you navigate your life and whatever you're doing. And as we end episodes now, we wanted to end with a bang. <laughs> and we have a new segment that we haven't really come up with a, a great name oh, for. Oh, have we? We haven't. Well, John we, thought he did. If you, if <laughs> we're going to roll with a filler name for right now. We're okay. like the Washington football team. Yes, <laughs> that's so true. So we're, we have a filler name that can be replaced by anything that a listener would want it to be replaced with. Just send us your ideas. True. And Wait, what are we going with right now? We're going with... Hot takes. Hot takes. Wait, <laughs> we had another. Wait, we had another name that I really like. You said Mart's. Mart's moments. Moments. Double D's. Is that what we? What? <laughs> no, we had another name. You also said honest Heather. Oh, that's good too. But no, it wasn't. Well, I like hot takes. Yeah. Let's just hot stick takes. with hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> and John Mart's is going to give us our first hot take. And our only hot take for today. That's true. Yes. Uh, so we received uh, some messages every once in a while. Okay. Not like a hundred. We don't receive that many messages. A lot of people Hundreds. have been asking me. <laughs> <laughs> We're just so important. Uh, every once in a while, we'll get a DM from one of you. Okay. We love it when that happens. Uh, and sometimes we'll get some people who will message us asking us questions. Mm-hmm. Um, like, hey, is it cool to do this? Can our Christians allowed to do this? Um, you know, what would you do in this situation? Um you know, hey, do you have any insight or advice on, you know, our relationship or whatever? So we'll get different things from time to time. So we thought it'd be helpful to just kind of throw it out there real quick. Doesn't have to relate to the topic that we're talking about, mm-hmm. uh, but we can hit on it and give a hot take, hot take, hot take. <laughs> uh, and so the the DM that we got was, um, hey, is it okay for me to get a tattoo? <laughs> can, can Christians get a tattoo? Like, is that all right? Or is it like every Christian who has a tattoo, that was like before they were a Christian? <laughs> BC. 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 <laughs> Have you guys ever thought that? I don't know. Uh, no. Do whatever you want, honestly. When it comes to tattoos, it's like, hey, go for it. <laughs> if you think you want to have it on your body the rest of your life, go for it. <laughs> I think, yeah, and, and, and we've, we've hit on a lot of these questions, and, and this is usually how we land is it's all the motive behind what yeah. you're doing. True. Um, we've had... I, Obviously, there are probably bad motives to get a tattoo. Um, you know, if you're you're drunk on the lake and you get a shark fin tattoo on the back <laughs> of your, you know, shoulder because it's ten dollars. <laughs> I've got a couple friends that'll have that. Uh, you know, I'm like, ah, that may just not be the wisest decision. Um, I wouldn't say that like you're going to hell because of it. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, th- there. But there's also you know where you're like, hey, honestly, um, this was a moment that I remembered that's important to me, and so yeah absolutely do it and so there is a a verse in hebrews i'm not 100 percent sure where it's at but it says um like fix the words of mine on your heart on your mind um symbols on your hands bind them on your foreheads wow so i think what what the bible is saying honestly is that forehead tattoos are the best tattoos get a forehead tat absolutely that's how i interpreted it I was getting a forehead forehead tattoo. I have a huge forehead too. There's a lot of real estate there. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I would just say, absolutely. If that reminds you to think of Christ, if that reminds you to think about the changes that you've been through and and how you're a new creation in him, 
absolutely yeah. go for I it. I love that. Make it too. happen and get it on your forehead. <laughs> so, hey, uh, if you have any other hot takes or questions or things that you want us to hit on or, or just mention, uh, we'll be doing this, uh, I think, almost every podcast. Yeah. Uh, just hitting out, um, you know, any, any questions that you have. So if you do have any, you can always hop on our Instagram, DM us at NPThePoint, or you can email us, what is the point at NorthPointChurch.tv. Hey, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Yeah.